I see. She hesitated. So we're punishing poor female cattle for not being able to have calves repeatedly over a period of years. The cowboy's face hardened. Ma'am, can I give you some friendly advice about ranch management? She shrugged. Okay. I think you'd be doing yourself a favor if you sold this ranch, he said bluntly. It's hard to make a living at ranching even if you've done it for years. It would be a sin and a shame to let all your father's hard work go to pot. Begging your pardon, ma'am, he added respectfully. Dow Blake was friends with your father, and he owns the biggest ranch around Raven Springs. Might be worthwhile to talk to him. Meadow managed to smile through homicidal rage. Dariel Blake and I don't speak, she informed him. Ma'am? The cowboy sounded surprised. He told my father that I'd turned into a manly woman who probably didn't even have she bit down hard on the words she couldn't bring herself to voice. Anyway, she added tersely, he can keep his outdated opinions to himself. The cowboy grimaced. Sorry. Not your fault, she said and managed to smile. Thanks for the advice, though. I think I'll go online and watch a few YouTube videos on cattle management. I might call one of those men or women for advice. The cowboy opened his mouth to speak, thought about how scarce jobs were, and closed it again. Whatever you say, ma'am. He put his hat back on. I'll just get back to work. It's, uh, okay to ship out the culls? Of course it's all right, she said, frowning. Why wouldn't it be? You said it oppressed the cows? She rolled her eyes. I was kidding. Oh, Ted brightened a little. He tilted his hat respectfully and went away. Meadow went back into the house and felt empty. She and her father had been close. He loved his ranch and his daughter. Getting to know her as an adult had been great fun for both of them. Her mother had kept the tension going as long as she lived. She never would believe that Meadow could love her and her ex-husband equally. But Meadow did. They were both wonderful people. They just couldn't live together without arguing. She ran her fingers over the back of the cane-bottomed rocking chair where her father always sat, near the big stone fireplace. It was November, and Colorado was cold. Heavy snow was already falling. Meadow remembered Colorado winters from her childhood before her parents divorced. It was going to be difficult to manage payroll, much less all the little added extras she'd need, like food and electricity. She shook herself mentally. She'd manage somehow. And she'd do it without Dariel Blake's help. She could only imagine the smug, self-righteous expression that would come into those chiseled features if she asked him to teach her cattle ranching. She'd rather starve. Well, not really. She considered her options, and there weren't many. Her father owned this ranch outright. He owed for farm equipment, like combines to harvest grain crops and tractors to help with planting. 
He owed for feed and branding supplies and things like that. But the land was hers now, free and clear. There was a lot of land. It was worth millions. She could have sold it and started over, but he'd made her promise not to. He'd known her very well by then. She never made a promise she didn't keep. Her own sense of ethics locked her into a position she hated. She didn't know anything about ranching. Her father mentioned Dariel, whom everyone locally called Dal, all the time. Fine young man, he commented, full of pepper, good disposition, loves animals. The loving animals part was becoming a problem. She had a beautiful white Siberian husky, a rescue, with just a hint of red-tipped fur in her ears and tail. She was named Snow, and Meadow had fought the authorities to keep her in her small apartment. She was immaculate, and Meadow brushed her.